The last thing we were discussing was that one time where the shahita of the Qurban Tamid was done early, and that's why every time they made someone go up to the roof and see that it was for sure light. And then we got into the sugya of doing uh, uh, the services for the Beit HaMikdash earlier than you're supposed to, like uh, doing the comets uh, while it's still night outside, or the case of putting the lehma panim without putting uh, the spoons with the levona next to it on time. And with that, we are going to start Kaftet Amud Bet, three lines from the bottom, where it says, Zeh the rule that was in the Bet HaMikdash, a person going to relieve himself in the Bet HaMikdash, if it was it was Gedolim, he would need to go to the Mikveh, if it was just uh, to urinate, he would just need to wash Netilat Yadayim and Raglaim. So now we're really on the second to last line. I understand why you have to wash your feet because sometimes it sprays on you and you have to wash yourself. Why do you have to wash your hands? There's a mitzvah to brush off the drops that went on the person while you're urinating. And since your hands were busy cleaning it, therefore you have to wash your hands before doing avodah in the Beit HaMikdash. Now, right away, Tosafot sends us to a Gmarani. That where Bili Ezer said that anyone who holds himself while he's making, he could bring a Mabul to the world, means that's the reason the world was destructed, and he's bringing destruction to the world, and Hachamim said, yeah, but you're spraying on yourself, and you're going to look as if uh, the penis was severed, and people are going to say that your kids are not kids, your kids, they're mamzerim, and therefore, and Tosfor asks a question, and we know halachas like Hachamim, that you're allowed to hold yourself while urinating, so people don't make fun of your children, and if you're allowed to hold yourself, then you're not going to spray on yourself. So then, what's the why is there a mitzvah to br- brush it off? So Tosafot explains that even when holding yourself still, something sprays on your feet, and therefore you have to wash it off. You have to brush it off. And another terutz Tosafot brought that even Hachamim of their Masechet Nida they reversed their opinion and they agreed with Rabbi Eliezer that you not to hold yourself when urinating. And the Gemara says, "Mesayeh alel Rabbi Amir helps Rabbi Ami. The Amar Rabbi Ami, Asul Adam Sheetzeh Benitzotzot, Shal Gaber Aglav. A person cannot walk out with drops on his feet. It looks as if his penis was severed, and that's why he can't make straight. Obviously, he can't have children, so people are going to make fun of him that uh, that his children are not his children. That's why there's a mitzvah to brush off." Now, once we said that a Kohen who made excrement has to go to the Mekveh, he has to wash himself well. Amar Papa, so Abim Koma, Asul Likrot Papa said, if there's excrement in the place where it comes out from around that area, you're not allowed to read Kriyat Shema. Hechidami, so what are we talking about? Eden, if you could see it, Pshit, of course not. It's simply that's Asur. If you can't see it, Listen, the Torah wasn't given to uh, perfect angels. We're not, we're, we, we do the best we can. So the Gemara explains, No, we don't need it. They are shevinyat. If he's sitting and you could see it, when you're sit, standing, you can't see it. And over there, Rav Papa said, person has to check very well in that area at, uh, before he reads So what's the difference between Tso'a uh, around that area where it comes from and Tso'a on his skin? Someone has covered Tso'a on his body. 
his hands were in the bathroom. I'd say there's a hole through the door. Ravuna Amar Mutadi Ravuna allows you to read Kachema. Then Rav Hasda Amar Asuli called Kachema. And Rav Hasda says you're not allowed to read Kachema. And this and Rav Papa is obviously not like Ravuna or Rav Hasda. Ravuna allows you to read Kachema when the tzua is on your skin, and Rav Hasda only was osir when you could actually see it. So the Gemara explains, no, even Ravuna and Rav Hasda agreed to Rav Papa. Why? When the Tzua is in the area where it comes from, it's much, much dirtier, much more disgusting. When it's not in the place where it comes from, it's not as filthy. When people eat, Adam if a person had to go to the bathroom, he washes the one hand that he cleaned himself with, that he brushed himself off, and then he goes back to eat. If you left the Sauda, you spoke with a friend, you, you came back after a few minutes, you have to wash both hands and sit down to eat. Why? Because you were Messiah, you weren't paying attention to your hands, maybe they touched something, therefore wash both hands. When you wash your hands, don't do it outside, and then go inside, because people will say, that, oh, he didn't wash his hands. You go inside, you sit in your spot, and you wash your hands in front of everyone. And then you say, you ask everyone else, does anyone uh, need to wash his hands? Also, meaning basically announcing to everyone, look at me, I washed my hands. And Amarav Hasda, Lo Amaran When do you wash your hands in front of everyone? That's tafka when you just want to come and drink. If you want to go back to eat, no tell me You could even wash your hands outside and come in. Everyone knows that people are delicate, people are spoiled with this type of stuff. No one's going to eat without washing their hands. Uh, so you don't have to wash in front of everyone. Amar of Nachman by Yitzhak ve'ana and me, I'm lishtot nami. Even I'm so spoiled that even if I'm just coming to drink, I could do it outside because medayad ayad datai. People know that I'm very spoiled and they know I'm not going to drink even without washing my hands. Now the next mission is going to continue the halachot of the Meta Mikdash and Adam nichnas la'azara la'avoda afilu tahor. A person cannot walk into the azara. Even if you're tahor, actually, well, you have to go to the mikveh. And hamesh tevilot va'asara kiddushin tovel kohen gadolim kadesh bobayom. The kohen gadol he dips in the mikveh five times and he washes his hands and feet ten times that day of Yom Kippur. V'chulan ba'kodesh and all them are in the kodesh al bet parva on top of the area called bet parva chutz mizor, except for the first tevila bilvad which was done outside. And they set up a big curtain of linen between the Kohen and the people. So this way he doesn't, so no one sees him going to the Mikveh. And then Kidesh washed his hands right after the Tevila. So Sha'aluet Ben Zoma, they asked Ben Zoma, Tevila Zolama, why do we need that Tevila? So Amar Lahem, he told them, think about it, a Kohen Gadol, who's going from one area that's Kadosh to the other, and a place that you'd be Hayav Karet if you walk in Betumah, to another place you'd be Hayav Karet if you walk in Betumah, and still Ta'on Tevila, and you need to be Tovel between each place. A person who's coming in from the hall, from his house, to a place that's kadosh, the azara, or mimakom she'en kanun, en arush kanaret, and a place like the, his house that you'd not be hayav karet if you have tum'ah, mimakom she'anush karet, a place where you'd be hayav karet if you'd walk in betum'ah, and odin all the more so that she'e she'ta'on tevila, all the more so that you'd have to be tovel. Rabbi Yudal Meir 
Tzrach Tevilah Hizo. No, this is a just in case Tevilah. Kedeshi Yizkortum Ayishanai Yish Be'ado Ve'ifrosh. You should remember just in case he's Tameh from anything else, you'd remember, and he'd walk away. Oh yeah, I'm Tameh because of this, and oh, you, then you shouldn't be walking in here to begin with, and he'd leave. So this is just as a reminder. So Be'maika Miflege, what's the Mahlokit between Ben Zoma and Rabbi Yehuda? The question is, if a Kohen Tahor, he's not Tameh, he's Tahor, he knows for a fact he's Tahor, he didn't go to the Mekaveh, and then he did the Avodah. Does the Avodah count or not? That's the Mahlokit. The Ben Zoma, according to Ben Zoma, it's a Hayuv Medeoraita to go to the Mekaveh, and therefore, if he doesn't go to the Mekveh, he's Mechel Avodah, he's Mechel Avodah, it doesn't count. Rabbi Huda, it's only the Rabbanan to remind her, Lo Mechel Avodah, if he knows he's Tahor, then it's not, he's not Mechel Avodah. Okay, so Ben Zoma, according to Ben Zoma, who had that whole Kavahomir, Mi Mechel is the Avodah, really Mecholelet. Does the Avodah really not count? V'hatanya, we learned to be right, Kohen Gadol, on Yom Kippur, Shalot, Havad, didn't go to Mikveh, Velo Kiddesh, Ben Begel, Begel, and didn't wash his hands between changing of the gold clothing to the white clothing, or the opposite, or Ben Avodah, Avodah, between each service, Avodah, Tokeh, Shalot, the Avodah counts, Echad Kohen Gadol, Echad Kohen Gadol, Shalot Kiddesh, Yadav, Raglav, however, a Kohen Gadol, or a regular Kohen, who didn't wash his hands and feet, Shachrit, in the morning, bottom line is what do we learn from this baita? That if a Kohen Gadol did not go to the Mikveh on Yom Kippur, his Avodah is not Pasul. Meaning it's just good enough for him to, to know that he's not Tameh, he's Tahor, and that's good enough. And that rule should apply by every Kohen. If he knows he's Tahor, he doesn't have, he didn't go to the Mikveh, his Avodah should count. And the idea is, Ben Zoma learned it out of a Kalva Homer from Kohen Gadol. And here we have a Braitame Foreshet that says a Kohen Gadol who did not call him Mikveh, it's Kasher. Ella, you have to say that the Mahlokah between Ben Zoma and Rebu, that's different. The question is, did he do an Avera of an Aseh? Mitzvah Aseh? According to the Ben Zoma, there's a Pasuk, it says, Besham, and you didn't do that. And therefore, uh, you you didn't admit you did Averav and Aser you went over and Aser the Rebbe Yehuda which this Tevila uh, is only as a reminder look I Aser you didn't do an Averav and Aser it's only Chayuv the Rabbanan so the Gemara asks Umit le Rebbe Yehuda Haisvara wait a second does Rebbe Yehuda even hold that anyone who walks into Azar needs to dip in the Mikveh as a reminder Vehatanya Metzora a Metzora who went remember what's the order of a Metzora. He has, they have to spread him three and seven. He goes to Mikveh on the night of the seventh, and in the morning he gives his korbanot. Even though he dips in the Mikveh the day before, the morning of the eighth he gets up, he dips again on the eighth morning, and then he stands by Sha'anikanor, he puts his feet and toes in the hole over there, and he gets sprayed from the, 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 the blood. Rabbi Uda is the one who says he doesn't need to go to the Mikveh again because he went to Mikveh last night. So you see that a Tahor, who knows he's a Tahor, doesn't have to go to the Mikveh again, not even with the Rabbanan. So like my aunt is not, Ha-ho, you can't compare Mitzvah. The reason he'd be Patur, according to Rabbi Uda, over there, he knows for a fact, he went to the Mikveh last night. So, he, you know, he already knows, Tameh, not Tameh. He's already paying attention to it. He, in general, the person's not paying attention to it, so that's why you need another tevila. Okay, so now the Gmasudikaela, the the person asking on Rabbi Yehuda, does Rabbi Yehuda have the Sivara? And he brings the question from Metzora. My Karela, what is the question? 
Man, where'd you where'd you get this question from? So the Gemara explains that the person asking the question Mishum de He wanted to bring up a different bright on him because it says Lishkat Mitzorayin. There is a chamber for Mitzorayim, and the reason they call it that Shisha Mitzorayin Tovlin that the Mitzorayim go to the mikveh over there on the eighth day before they put their fingers and their toes in the in the, into that hole by the door. Any person who's going to walk into the Azara has to be tovel over there. So you see, according to Rabbi Yehuda, a, 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 a Mitzorah is tovel on the eighth day, and that goes against what we said before, and we said, Rabbi Yehuda holds that you don't have to go to the Mikveh if you went last night, but if you didn't go last night, then you have to go now before you enter. So the Gemara pushes that answer away. Wait a second. E de lotavil. If you didn't go to the mikveh last night, you need the, the harif shemesh. You need to go to the mikveh before the sun goes down. So then, how? Uh, so if you're going to the mikveh now before going to harabait, how's that possible? You need the sun to go down. So that's not even an answer. Ela You have to say both brightot talking about a case where the tavil, the, the metzora, was tovel yesterday afternoon before sunset. When Rabbi Uda says you have to go mikvah again, is when you did you you put your mind off it. You went to a wedding, you didn't pay attention who you touched, who you didn't touch, you didn't know what was going on, you didn't take care of yourself. But if you did take care of yourself, you don't have to go to mikvah again. Tagma pushes that answer also. Even if you pushed your, if you weren't paying attention to your tahara. Then has actually Then you need midrabanan the, the the whole spreading of the the three and seven again. The Amar Biyos Taibim Abar Matun Amar Biyohanan Hasech Daat Sari Chazah Ashli Shivishvi Midrabanan. You become like a tmeimet if you're not paying attention to your tahara. Then you have to spray the the three and seven. Ella, we have to say Idi Vidi in both bright thought the law Sahdate. He was he was careful with himself. He didn't have Hasech Daat Vilakasha. And it's not a problem. The bright teller says he doesn't need to go to the mikveh on day eight. The tavil al daat biat mikdash. When the yesterday afternoon, the seventh day in the afternoon, before sunset, when he went to the mikveh, it was in his mind that this is going to count for me going into the mikdash. Ha delo tavil daat biat mikdash. But when do you have to go to the mikveh again on day eight? Is when you dipped the day before, not thinking that it's going to also count for going to the mikdash the next day. Or you could say, Not rather, any person before he wants to go to the Mikdash has to be tovel there. A Metzora went yesterday, and that's the way to, to rearrange the Braita. And here's the third answer. When Rabbi Uda said, Not just Metzora, rather, any person. He was talking according to Rabbanan. And meaning, According to me, Metzora, the Mitzvah doesn't need to go to the Mikveh. Lady Chuba, according to you, that he has to go to the Mikveh, Odulim Izimihat, at least agree with me, the Lomet Sorain Bilvadamru, not Tafka Mitzvahin, Ella Koladam. Any person, the Rabbanan, say, would tell him, no, Mitzvah, Daish Betumah. Mitzvah is, you know, he's used to Tumah, therefore he has to go to the Mikveh before entering the Azara on the eighth day. Maybe he touched something, maybe he didn't. However, call Adam, any other person coming to Azra, he's not usually uh, used to Tum'ah, and therefore he's patur before going to the Azra. 
And yes, the Rabbanan in this Brayta argue with the Rabbanan that we said before that everyone has to go to the Mikveh before entering the Bet Mikdash area. So now, the Rav Yosef. Let's say Rabbanan will say that a Mitzorah has to go to the Mikveh even the day 8 before he enters the Hazara. So they argue on Rabbi Yehuda. Maybe they hold like Ben Zoma, then any person who walks into the Azara has to dip, and Ben Zoma learned it out of Homer. So, why Tana Kama write toward Mitzorah? Just to show you how much review that goes by Shita, that a Mitzorah does not need to be Tovel if he went to Mikveh last night. Or maybe the reason Tanakama holds that a Mitzrah has to go to the Mikveh before going into the Azara is because Shani Mitzrah did Aish because Mitzrah is different because he's uh, you know used to Tum'ah. However, everyone else, maybe Tanakama here would hold that they don't need to be Tovel before they go into Azara and they don't agree with Ben Zoma. So Amale, Rav Yosef told Abaye, no, the average person does not need to go to the Mikveh before going into the Azara and Shani Mitzrah did Aish and you have to say Mitzvah is different, he's used to Tum'ah, so they don't agree with Ben Zoma. So now going back to Rabbi Yehuda, who said that the reason you have to go to the Mikveh before entering the Azara is just that the Rabbanan is just in case to remind you if you're Tameh. So Amadei Abaye Rav Yosef, Abaye asks Rav Yosef, Tevila Zo, this Tevila, according to Rabbi Yehuda, who said it's a Srach, to, uh, just to remember, Chotzetz or Eno Chotzetz. If he has dirt on his hand or something, is it regular chatzitzah like every other tevila or not? Meaning if it's only as a reminder, go to the, go to the mikveh and that will remind you. You don't have to think of every chatzitzah. You don't have to be so on top of it. So Amar, the Rav Yosef explained that. Yeah, call the takun rabbanan, ki'ain de'oraita takun, whatever hachamim metaken. It's like what the Torah was metaken. And therefore, they have to check themselves for a chatzitzah. Any dirt, get it off. And Amar the Abaye of Yosef, and Abaye again asked of Yosef, Bi'ah ben Miktzat, Shema Bi'ah or Lo? If a person is only going to put in a limb or something, not going to fully put his body into the Azara, does that count and does he need a Tevilah for that or not? Amar this, Rav Yosef told Abaye, Behonot Yochichu, the thumbs and toes, uh, that will be your biggest proof. Shehen Bi'ah ben Miktzat, that's uh, when a Mitzorah puts his thumbs and toes over there. That's called coming in a little bit. And we learn that, uh, that a Mitzorah is Tovel. He goes to the Mikveh and he puts his thumbs and his uh, toes in the, the Shani Kanor over there and he gets, uh, the, he gets sprayed over there. So, of course, even if you're partially entering the Azara area, you would still need to be Tovel. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.